Welcome to this very anti-German episode of the Fan Man Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. I, I, I'm not sure anti-German is how I would call it. I mean... Well, that's, that's the topic I, of the day. I'm, I'm totally pro-German. That's fine, you but... you mean it's... anti-Nazi... Okay, we That's can do that. Okay, yeah, but let's let's uh, let's. You got to be slightly pro-Nazi. <laughs> you don't have any movies if there's no Nazis. Exactly. You kind of need that. Mm. Interesting philosophical question, Chris. If we did it now, we could it's just a- be like Republicans or something that he's taking on. Uh, the Supreme Court. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chris. We have options. Um. So today is all about Indiana Jones. Then I come out with whip. Um, we've all seen the new movie, The Dial of Destiny. We're gonna go. He is by far my favorite alcoholic go. senior citizen. We're gonna even more than Frank Sinatra. Um, we're gonna go over it. No, he he wasn't an alcoholic. Oh, that was Dean Martin. That was Dean Martin, right? Dean that Martin was always had the martini. Okay. Yeah, Dean was the one that couldn't handle it. Ah, Frank had no guys. problem handling his booze. So one of those one of the things about being in my forties. I don't know who any of them are. Um. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go over the new movie. We're gonna talk about it in relation to some of the old movies, and uh, just gonna do all indie here. So, I guess first off, let's start. You know, Sean, we'll start with you. What does the Indiana Jones character mean to you, as far as like your, you know, um, your interest in the character and the first time you saw it, et cetera? Well, I think. I mean, I don't think there's any big unusual thing with me there. I was. You know, I was of the right age. When was the first movie out? 85? Four? Was it that? 84. 80, 82? No. We're just guessing at 80s. It's, your research for wanting to do this is... Uh, well, you know, he's not of the age so to... You I'll know. look that up. But I'll say, when I, you know, when I saw it, Harrison Ford to me, it was 1981. That's right. Really? So, okay. Yeah. So Harrison yeah. Ford to me was... And was only Han Solo. I was definitely, you know, in my early phases of loving movie making. And so Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were, you know, were individually as directors and as, you know, with Lucas, with ILM, you know, were kind of my, my heroes. And so the idea of them teaming up and doing this Indiana Jones movie with Han Solo was was weird for me. I had no background in the serials or the you know, the inspiration for it. But I went to see it in the theater, probably opening weekend with uh, you know with my mom, and and just you know it was one of the most amazing things I had ever seen or experienced. I just ate every bit of it up. The you know it had ancient egyptian stuff it had the desert it had nazis it had you know fights it had uh, a funny hero who hated snakes i mean just there were so many things about it that i loved and and it it showed that you know some somebody that i had uniquely identified as one character han solo because at, at that point had we had empire as well as star wars what yeah. year was empire Empire was Empire was eighty two, no eighty. So, same 80, year, 80, yeah. Same yeah, year, same so, year, yeah. Yeah. So, so we had actually, you yeah. know, seeing seeing him as something completely different was just awesome. So, a long way of saying, you know, I think most people around my age or our age, you know, it was the first. Yeah, Empire was yeah. eighty. So I, you know, so I was well into my own fantasy movie making with action figures and stuff like that. And, and this was just fantastic. And then the one other thing, you know, we talked about actually last time was over time, I heard rumors of, you know, a kid that I knew being involved in making, you know, their own Indiana Jones. And so, you know, so it's always been a special franchise to me. Um, Awesome. Even, yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that okay. for now. Chris, how about you? Um, this was another one of those franchises that I actually saw out of order. I believe that I saw Temple wow. first in the theaters and then saw Raiders after the fact. Just because well, we all know that Sean's yeah. a little older than yeah. DJ and I. So, you know. He's got a few years on it. So, when this came out in... 
81, I was probably oh, okay. seven. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it was, I don't know when in 81 it came out. It Some type. It was in the yeah, summer. summer yeah. I was somewhere. 10, so it was, yeah. you know, definitely so, a difference. Negative one. <laughs> he was already shaving and, you know, it's, yeah. Um, but no, it's always been one of those friends. I mean, it's been a core yeah. memory going back. I mean, this is, this is a foundational series. So this, and this is going to be blasphemy to DJ, but even more so than, I mean, my two tentpoles were yeah. Indian Star yeah. Wars. Back to the future was fun, but I didn't care about back to the future on the train. Nothing or anything. wrong it's, with that. It was something to watch. But I didn't get as excited about that. I, I got excited more. I'm like, oh, we're getting the Last Crusade? And there's going to be an Indy 4? And we don't talk about it. But those things excited me more than that. So this is... And the fact that you have the same actor, like, interwoven through... Then he went in to do the Clancy movies. Like, he's been... Harrison Ford himself has been yeah. an integral part oh, yeah. of my movie watching. My entertainment watching. Um, pretty much since I first saw Star Wars. He's been a constant through all of that. Um, but no, so this is, this is what I kind of identify your summer blockbuster yeah. being. You're supposed to have your popcorn. It's, I mean, these movies are thin. There's not a lot. You don't need a ton of backstory. You need a guy with charisma under the hat, you know, and go. A couple quippy one-liners, slightly misogynistic early on, but we'll let that go. Um, but this is your summer popcorn movie that we were missing for so long. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always kind of been the uh, it's been the measuring stick for the other movies, the other summer blockbuster type movies. Yeah, no, 100 um, percent. Even though, like, I, you know, obviously I've, I saw all these things on videotape, you know, because I wasn't around for with the theatrical releases for most of them. Um, it's the same with me. I I would argue that Indiana Jones might be your greatest American fictional character ever just because yep. you have i mean the iconography of the theme in the i mean think of, if you see a brown hat you go hey it's an indian jones hat the whip um and just the whole when, when the movies take place too, that whole like you know world war one two anti-german nazi thing that's kind of like the when the boom of like americana patriotism and pop culture kind of started that's why captain america was so big back then and stuff like that so he's he kind of fits that mm-hmm. and i think harrison ford's the greatest in history, the, the greatest American actor of all time. I think he's like the greatest American movie star. And I just think like, I do. I mean, I just, Oh, so I'm sorry, I was no, laughing at I Sean's just, chuckle. I'm not, I'm not I countering mean, it. I'm, I'm listening to it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you can argue yeah. it, but I mean, he, sure. I mean, he has two of the greatest all time characters and oh, yeah. two of the greatest all time franchise franchises under his belt. Yeah. He yeah. Two and, of the um, franchises. Yeah. Yeah, it just and the Indiana Jones, like I said, it just it harkens back to like even if you watch the like the new one we're, we're going to talk about, it feels at least half of it feels like like a, a a golden era Hollywood kind of movie because it takes place in that 1940s time frame and it just it to me it just it hits the feels. Yeah. Well, and it's it worked perfectly because Spielberg and Lucas yeah. were writing about the things they grew up through. That was the main. Per- I mean, mm-hmm. that was the enemy when they were kids, right? You got a little far beyond, and it's not until you get into your later 80s movies, mid to later 80s movies, yeah, that it yeah, all yeah. turns to Russians. <laughs> you get your Rocky Fours and yeah. Hunt for Red October, all of that. It kind of flips there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was. It yeah. was I mean, to the point, if anyone Nazis tries to do anything adventurous, whether it's in a, a jungle setting or a desert setting, whatever, and it's during that time frame, you instantaneously, you start picking out Indiana Jones hits. You just, you can't separate the two, I don't think, anymore. And that's just, yeah. you know, a testament to how, how much staying power the movies have had. Yeah. So, yeah. and a little well, lazy I mean, everything's writing, you know, lazy right now. It's like nothing... Everything, everything. On the plus side, it's an spoilers in this new one. Yeah. He does not jump a Dodge Charger off the Vatican. So <laughs> there are there are thinner movies out there, basically. Um, so before we get into the new one, what is, I think we talked about this offline, but both you guys, your favorite movie is Raiders, right? That's your top. Yeah, I think so. Okay, and for me, it's... yeah, Raiders with. Crusade being like yeah no yeah. it's 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 close but I I I grew Crusade just because of um I don't know I think that's the first one I saw was Crusade I think 
Or maybe it was Doom. Maybe it was Temple. I might have backtracked yeah, with Temple I mean, because the kid from Goonies was in it. Temple is, it's blasphemy to say, it's one of my least favorite yeah. indie movies. Yeah. There's bits and pieces. There's scenes that I like. But the overall thread of it, like yeah, he's not he's, off hunting for anything. He just got yeah. dumped into India. So let me ask you that. While we you know, get into the, the new one, like I know I personally can rank the new one, the Dial of Destiny, higher than Temple of Doom. Can you guys do the same or is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I would so put good. it higher so, I mean, than Temple. So, you know, coming out the gate, there was a lot of talk yeah. about, you know, I mean, not just, I mean, Disney movies were front and center in the Lucasfilm stuff. The diminished returns on box office receipts for some of these summer movies, um, but just because people aren't going as much. The internet turns on box know, office receipts. We need something to talk about, right? So I personally, like, I didn't go into. No, not if I just ignore all of you. Chris has a superpower; he can do that. <laughs> I can't, but no. So between okay, so between all the all the yeah. tr- all the trugs pissing and moaning on the internet, plus what we got with the last Indiana Jones movie, I went into this thing with not a lot of. I'm gonna say high hopes, but like my expectations were pretty low. I just went to go sit in the AC and chomp popcorn. Um, and I came out pleasantly surprised, pleasantly surprised how much I liked this movie. Um, Sean, so you, Sean beat me to the theater. That's how, that's the drawing part of Vinia Jones. Sean Hoger, you went to the theater before I did. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of random, but, yeah. but yes. I waited for $7 a day. But, um, yeah, well, so we are, we'll, we'll probably spoil some stuff. We'll try, you know, not to, I mean, it's, you know, what it is. It's, he's looking for a shiny. He finds a shiny, you know, it's, that's. Spoilers, yeah. indie wins in the end. So, to me, Shocking. so one thing that I, you know, I watched the trailers. I didn't read a lot of synopsis stuff on the internet, anything like that. But just from what I had seen and, you know, the little snippet I got from like, uh, was it from D23 or whatever, when they made the movie, I thought this was going to be one of those lazy time travel movies, like Chris likes to say, Magic Rocks and Snapping Fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, because the... You know the the thing he's chasing in this movie it's a it's a time travel device for all intents and purposes, um, and I was kind of surpri- uh, pleasantly surprised um, how much they you know how they like, really didn't use it. You know what I mean? I figured like he was going to get it early on and then just start cranking and because you saw like the CGI like young face in the trail or stuff like that, so I thought they're going to have him like just like hop and jump all over the place, and they kind of don't do that. Did that did that surprise either of you guys, or did you guys kind of know that's what they were going to do? Um, no, I mean, I knew the first part when they were showing the scene, they said there were okay. flashbacks to start it. That was one thing that I heard just to tie it to present day. Um, I kind of knew it was an old man indie movie. They said they were playing it pretty straight. You're seeing the character broken down later in life. Um, that being said, the entire third act is time travel. It is. I mean, it's the centerpiece like, of it. They didn't make him, like, but, he didn't like go back like find himself but, or anything like that, you know? Let's, this is... No, this is... It's not supposed to be anything more than it is. That's what my favorite part... It, the third act was batshit crazy. But it's the summer blockbuster. Just go with it and enjoy it. It's not supposed to make sense. You have a man in a fedora and a whip taking yeah. on Nazis, for God's sakes. That never seems to die or get hit with a bullet. He, he, he <laughs> does on. in this one, though. He um, gets I mean, they're, they're coming at you with tanks and shit. <laughs> He's hanging off the side of them as they're trying to ram him into walls, going over cliffs. You know? um, so the entire movie is based off oh, a suspension yeah. I mean, of disbelief. So this is like as wacky as it gets in the third. Like, yeah. Shit, they went for it. And as long as you're not being hypercritical, it's just super fun. Yeah, I mean, I think in that in the beginning, sorry, Sean, just that, that yep. opening train scene. Honestly, if you just did that whole opening train scene and mm. then just cut the and roll credits, I would have been fine paying the ten bucks for that. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought the opening was excellent. It was to me, it was vintage Indiana Jones. It was everything that you wanted from an Indiana Jones movie. It was very much, yeah. Um, I love the fact that on the train scene, it actually harkens back to River Phoenix in Crusade yep. when they're on the circus train mm-hmm. as he's running up and through and That's over awesome. cars. And you got a little yeah. 
hint of that. Yeah, I like circus. Which train. is cool. Um, yeah, circus train scene was awesome. Which also, you know, explained mm-hmm. the fear of snakes and oh, yeah. it ties a bunch of the stuff that yeah. didn't make sense to the previous movies. He just kind of took his face back. Like, oh, into it. Here's why. Um, yeah, no, honestly, they uh, exactly. They had to explain why Harrison had a scar <laughs> on his face after cracking up the car. Hey, at least back then he wasn't crashing planes. This so, is true. You know, there was that. Um, no, but I. I mean, we're kind of already talking about this, so I'll just jump out there. And I really enjoyed the new movie. This stuff that I could, I think there were pieces you could have pulled out that you didn't need story wise. That just kind of beefed up. Like I don't think you needed the FBI angle. You can just jump to the big bags. That it was almost like they put her there to place you in -hmm. a certain time period. But you did that with the astronauts, anyways, right? You know when the ticker tape parade through the Canyon of Heroes was happening. So that kind of happens. But she did. To be fair, the girl looked great (laughs) in that giant afro. Um, And I don't. I really don't think you needed the kid. It's like you were trying to give her her own short round that I don't think he really did anything. You could have gotten to where you needed to go there. Yeah. I think he without. Added, I think he added a key plot plot point with uh, an underage child with yeah, a bad mustache, and, you know, and the the strange path to the independent right without him. You don't have the second uh, vehicle, which means you you don't have the uh, the entire resolution. It would have been hard to do that without an additional character, and so I, I, I didn't hate it. I think you could have done it. I don't think you needed Indy and her in the plane at the same time. You could have had one of the two with them I, and the other ones chasing him. Like, it just seemed yeah. like his scenes were forced. Like, he's the third wheel in the little yeah. buggy as they're running through town. He's the pickpocket. That, so, and... Can we talk just one second? Where we're talking about the train scene? Can somebody explain to me how Mads didn't come back looking like a Bond villain after taking that he pole to the face and getting knocked off the train? Man. Like he he should have had some kind of prosthetic. Like of the opera something, something should have happened to that guy's head. He came back looking like yes. He came back sure, looking like missing, older Mads. Yeah, still handsome so he's as missing shit. Missing an eye or something because he but, got. So everyone doesn't know like he's hanging off the side of the train and he hits a fucking like an, a phone pole basically. And he just gets totaled when the train's yeah, barreling at eighty miles an hour, and he. I mean, he should have been stop dead. It with his I mean, face. He should, he's dead. Yeah. I mean, any human being probably couldn't survive that. Right. So if, if he survives, but he wouldn't be. Uh, he wouldn't. Then you know, yeah, he's got some kind of yeah. a mouth prosthetic, or it's it's got to be messed up in some way, shape, or form. So it'd be kind of like that's he'd be kind of a slow. small quibble. <laughs> I mean, the brain would get scrambled a bit. But no, you, he came back just as handsome as ever. Good for him. God bless Hollywood. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, as, as you know, you guys said, Indy's broken down in this one. Um, him and Marion are divorced. Um, the kid's not around. They explain that during the, in the movie. Um, but what they do is they, yeah. I, I thought they did that nicely. They yeah. didn't waste a lot of time basically yeah. erasing four. Kid went to war. He got killed. Yeah. We got divorced. You ha- it took yeah. like 90 seconds. To sum up why you now have drunken, retired Indiana true. Jones. Yeah, true. Man starts his day with whiskey and coffee, um, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing is, like, so in the on the train scene, you know, Toby Jones is in this, and he's, like, his new, you know, his new Marcus Brody, basically. Um, I just, I like, the whole, and, and Helena Shaw's is his daughter, Indy's goddaughter. I... I probably am in the minority. I did not care for her at all. I would have been just fine if they used, even if they recast the sun or something or had, you know, or I don't know. Like, why couldn't it have been one of Salah's kids as opposed like, why they have to make a whole new relationship? I just don't understand it. You already had so much existing chuffa there to pick from. It could have been Marcus Brody's daughter or granddaughter and he's passed on or whatever. And I mean, you could, you had all kinds of places to go with that. And you had to make a new character. I just, I thought she was an asshole. I didn't, I, I thought she sucked. She was, she was like, ah, oh, she was like her that much. And like, it's not even like the fact that, you know, people, you know, the, the rumor was that they're angling her to like spin off I, onto her own thing, whatever. But just like, she's like, she's not a good person. 
There's nothing good about her. She's, you know, she has the little kid doing all her dirty work. She's like hook, you know, she's marrying gangsters so she can rip them off and stuff. She's fucking stealing shit. She's hawking relics into this black market and she was just a fucking asshole. The the only difference between her and Indiana are the motivations. And how I took it as she's the modern day version of him. He wanted to put it he is a murderous thief at his very core. The only difference yeah, is he wanted to put it either. in a museum. She was doing it for profit. Nah. No, it's I I casually exclude the misogyny and the fact that, you know, Marion was a child, which is specifically said in the movie. I was a child. I was a child. Okay, so what the hell is he doing with underage Marion? Now, they got married after, so I guess it's like Utah yeah, 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 or something. I don't know, it's time. fine. But but I I took it as she is just the later day indie. She was raised by somebody who was I mean, it's basically the female version of like indie being raised by yeah. Henry. An obsessed brilliant archaeologist that yeah, she's hunting for the same thing, which is basically the yeah. crusade. I just, with, I, just I, I, I mean, going into, character. I thought like, you know, because you knew it was going to be a goddaughter because they say it in the chart. I thought they were just going to use an existing relationship, like whether it was Marcus or whether it was, um, was it with a guy from Crystal Skull who was that uh, John Hurt or whatever? No, no, not John. Um, you know what I mean? Well, I, you, you needed to use. You had to introduce somebody else because everybody else is it. I mean, Sawa's not going to be... Sawa's the muscle, right? Mm-hmm. He's the getaway driver. So you needed somebody... If you're going to introduce this new tchotchke that he's going after, there has to be some tie to whoever that person was, and we haven't seen that yet, right? There's got to be a reason for this person to care about mm-hmm. the dial of destiny. Where... We've never heard about it in any of the other movies. I mean, you could have reckoned, but Sawa, God bless him. That bo- oh, yeah. The boy can barely move at this point. I love the fact that I love yeah. the fact that John was in the movie, but it hurts my heart oh, when yeah. I see him at a con because he's. I mean, he's he's in. He looked better yeah, in the no, movie than too. I thought me he was too. going to. Honestly, I thought it was going to be him sitting down and chatting, like he's going to be behind no, a table yeah, or no, in the car or something like that. <laughs> down the hall, but I'm like oh. He looked, yeah, he looked somewhat spry. Yeah, so I was happy to see that. Um, But I think you were right to dislike her. I think she's supposed to be unlikable in the beginning. You know, she tricks him. She is query in it just for the profit. She has no problem selling out her own godfather to the Nazis. (laughs) So I, I... Didn't have any problem with her. I didn't mind her. I I, I liked her. But but one thing I wanted to say back to your earlier question about the time travel aspect of it was I really, I went in knowing nothing. I kind of vaguely remembered that there was going to be some DH stuff, but that rather than being just pure traditional CGI, they'd actually, you know, done a good job of basically ingesting and model you know building models from they have so yeah. much footage of him especially as that character you know so they, was, so they i really i didn't bump up against that i mean you know if i looked at it i could tell it was maybe not perfect but it also it wasn't generated it was modeled yeah it was still yeah. better than computer generated and, yeah yeah. It was his actual yeah. face pulled and from other I know footage. People have mentioned that you know that his voice was still old. Honestly, I didn't. I I never got pulled out of the story by anything. Like I was always easily just sitting there watching it as it went. And as far as time travel, which I do think is often you know just a a horrible writing disaster, this wasn't actually a time travel movie, right? The device was not something that gave you the ability to travel time. It's something that allowed you to sense or identify periods in the space-time continuum that had a distortion that connected two things. And, in fact, it was not... Mm -hmm. Even when Archimedes supposedly put it together and used it, 
you know, one of the core points in the whole thing was that he actually didn't have sufficient knowledge about the universe and, and you know, uh, you know, relative, <laughs> relative time and mechanics and speed of light and all these different things. So he actually, you know, basically it wasn't something that says take me to 1958 or, you know, it wasn't something like that. So I thought, you know, I didn't bump up against that at all. It was actually much more of a treasure finder of a really dangerous sort than anything else. Um, so for that, I actually found it to be like, I, I just ate the thing up. I was definitely more, more pleased with it than I kind of had in terms of expectations, but it crushed crystal skull, which I didn't absolutely hate. It just was not that great, but this felt to me like, yeah, it was a, yeah. Crystal skull was good. Yeah. It was a good looking movie. Yeah. It just had a shitty story. Yeah, it, it had a little, it was well much, shot. It know, was, Visually I mean, don't interesting, like intense, intense, overdone CGI, overdone in terms of like quantity, like the the swinging with monkeys through the jungle scenes, Man. like that's just it's offensive. I understand that it somebody thought it was cool, but it it didn't fit anything. It's yeah. different than even like you know like uh, the Avengers yeah. Endgame or whatever, where you have huge swaths of people, but those actually there's a purpose there. It's you know. You, you, there's a reason you have all these different people there. Here, it was just stupid CGI scale, and it really bugged me. Yeah. Whereas all the other movies, I didn't really have any of those moments. Yeah, this one kind of felt a lot more like the you know the older movies. Even though you know there's yeah. CGI shots, even like the face mapping like you just talked about, the face mapping I thought yeah. was fantastic mm-hmm. compared yeah. to what we got like on Mandalorian and stuff like that. Which I was a little worried at first, yeah. but it, I thought it looked amazing. And then you know. Some of the underwater stuff is CGI, and of course, you know, like the battle stuff at the end, but never once did, was there a CGI shot that I went, oh, look at that horrible, shitty CGI. It took me out of the story for a minute. Like, it just, to me, the whole thing flowed pretty good. Like, I mean, obviously, it would probably ran a little long, but, I mean, you you just had, like, all... Yeah, I could have taken yeah. a half hour out of it. At two hours, I'm loving yeah, it more than I, mean, I did at two and a half. But it had, like, all the, all the stuff it needed. It had, you know, your Nazis... Had your, you know, something that's been missing from the last, you know, from the last one. You had your giant Nazi. That guy was a brick fucking shithouse. <laughs> that guy was huge, man. What was he, like 6'10", 330? Big, yeah. big boy. You know, you had your, yeah, your, your big little, dude. you know, your street kid, which you need to have any, you, know, you had your snakes. Grant, they were water snakes, but you had your snakes. You know, you had your his, historic chuffa to go find. It just, you know, it hit, hit all the beats. And like I said, and John, the... I don't know. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't need a street kid, and you know. Well, that's true. The better well, movies. Yeah, I mean, that's how. That's how. They... You know, the ones yeah, we put one no, A and one B. But, but going forward. <laughs> yeah. And I love short round. Don't don't kid no, me. But even just like I, I like it's just short stuff. Like I, I think it's but. it's more like you say. I, like I'm a huge Harrison Ford guy. Like, there's no hiding that. And the fact that you know that he he'll probably do another. You know, he's gonna do a couple more movies. <laughs> but this was like the indie swan song, and the fact that like John Williams came back at 90 years old to score it and everything. It just. Yes. I don't know. To me, the whole thing was it was a, it was a nice way to end it, as opposed to like, you know, the way they ended some of our Star Wars characters that I didn't really care for. I thought the the way they ended the Indiana Jones character, it, it felt good. You know, I, I didn't really have a whole lot to gripe and moan about it. Like, he spent his whole life, you know, researching all this stuff. He got to see some of it live hand, and then the whole stuff happens with Marion at the end and everything, and mm-hmm. and then just at the end, you know, it just it zooms out, and you know, everyone goes their separate ways, and you see him. He reaches for the hat and. I thought that was just a good. It was a good way to send send the old man off, really. Yep. It was very much a fan's way of sending the old man off, which I like. It's and I don't. I didn't mind it. Um, well, exactly. It panders to the fans because um, there's actually no resolution. Yeah, he's, there's a resolution. Yeah. He's fucking eighty which, years old or whatever that one is. He's not doing the, nothing anymore. The the Star Wars characters ended the way you would expect it to end in real life at a certain point all the senior citizens have to go especially if they're trying to fight you know freaking christian intergalactic empire it's not but that's why i loved honestly especially out of the last three but it ranks pretty high i love the last jedi i fucking adore that movie and i like things to go like a cartoon the visuals the whole thing and you know yes there was shock factor there with Luke, but that's how my hero should go out in one okay. giant swan song. What do you, 
And, you know, you're going to get your Force Ghost bullshit anyways, and they'll be back 50 more times. But that's how it should happen, you know? The 80-year-old that got shot in the chest, I mean, if we're going to quibble a little bit, she's the only one that should have lasted. She's the only one that makes it back. I'm glad they didn't kill him, though. I'm glad he didn't die. I mean, I really was. I mean, just like that would have... Calista Flockhart will take care of it. Don't do it himself, a fucking... Although she's Ooh, in her fifties yeah. now, time to trade her in. Oh, shocked! Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just like I, I like, like I said, it, it was it was fan service the way it ended. But I'm just like, you didn't need to kill him. I mean, he's no, you didn't need to. There's, I mean, the kid is. I'll I'll forgive the FBI yeah. bullshit because you needed some way to tie him into the yeah. U.S. government and why the character would be there during the Tick Tape parade. The kid yeah, no, added the kid nothing for me. Like, why didn't they take him out on the boat? You could have just killed along with the crew, you know? You could have just yeah. taken him out at the same time. There's little things. Like, you could have cut seven or eight minutes out of the chase scene through the city. How many wrong turns and stalled out engines yeah. and, you know, just to try to catch. And thankfully, you know, the I mean, car's could, always right back around the you corner. You could have cut out like to the seven or eight minutes on the boat, too. You could have just went right to the dive. But you got to, you know, if you're going to get Antonio to show up, Oh, exactly. Yeah, you didn't need to. Have, no, you didn't need to do the build up for that or something, something like that. To do, right? Yeah, it took me a bit to identify him, and yeah. then kind of wonder why, <laughs> why he was there. Because he's fucking Antonio Banderas. Oh, I love Antonio <laughs> Banderas. Yeah. Because he lived around the corner from where they were yeah. filming, yeah. and said, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> why not?" Now, I, I mean, I like what Mangold did with it, um, but. Person, I mean, it's got to be me getting older too. I think every friggin' movie that comes out is about a no, half hour too long this at this point. Yep. You, you don't have to show us everything. It's like people are too afraid that they're not going to get to do another one, so we'll just throw yeah. it all up against the wall. Could have cut a half hour out of the last wick, and I love all those fight scenes. It Did didn't have to, spend to be thirty five minutes on the fucking stairs at the end. Like, it's like I got shit to, to do. Up to 100 well, you stairs. You could have gotten out of down Continental. Donnie Yen shows up. Up to 100 stairs. It's like, come on. Will you just uh, get to the fucking top? It's. Donnie could have finished his coffee and then exactly. just met him at the top. We're fine. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. Awesome. So, do this for me. Um, so we're going to try to keep this one kind of tight. Give me, hmm. uh, like, you know. On a scale of like five stars, give me your rating for Dial of Destiny, and then give me your definitive Indiana Jones movie order from best to worst. And we'll start with Mr. Snacks. Um, I mean, I'd, I'll rate it an eight, and I will say my order is uh, Raiders, Last Crusade, Dial of Destiny, Tomb, uh, Tomb. What? Uh, Temple of Doom. Shaw's just making up new movies. Yeah, and uh, and then you know, Ice Crystal Skull, whatever the hell it was. It's fair. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could, I, I need to watch Dial of Destiny again, and I haven't seen Last Crusade in a while. Like I kind of I mean, feel like the first three, I. Like, Raiders kind of starts, like, I don't think real hard before putting Raiders first, but it gets a lot of, it gets a lot of no, that I don't either. credit for being first for more than just the quality of that movie, right? It, it It's so much more than that. If I just try to, like, what do I enjoy about them? Well, I, I might actually, you know, put Last Crusade first because of the interplay with, Crusade. Uh, I mean, Sean Connery, the two of them. Are you know are gold, and so I could even see uh, Last Crusade, Dial of Destiny, uh, Raiders, but you know basically, I don't know that I yeah, would do that. I don't but, know. but but this definitely hmm. for me, it felt. You said it, DJ. It felt like kind of the the core heart of the original movies. Not as good in many respects, but still, I didn't feel like I was being you know crystal skulled. Which was kind of yeah. like pandered to, but it really didn't fit. Gotcha. That's it. Yeah. Um, I probably come in more like a seven, okay. seven and a half. I enjoyed it. The pieces that I didn't like, I, I kind of said what didn't work yeah. for me. The story wise, 
I like the story. I like the fact that they played him as the broken down version. Like it's Indiana Jones yeah. playing cosplay, trying to be Indiana Jones, you know? Um, and it's showing how far you get those little bits and pieces to, and this is why it worked yeah. with the girl for me too. Like this is the old man that still thinks he's going to be able to do anything yeah. with a whip. I did like the turnaround. As the entire yeah. casino the, has the guns. The turnaround of that was beautiful. You know? Big boy guns, too. Yep. Not just Mausers and shit. Little things like that. Like, it's like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Grandpa? Just try not to yeah. fall over as you're swinging that thing. Um, in terms of ranking, my ranking would be the exact same as Sean's. Um, but ironically enough, when I did my rewatch of the four, I watched Crusade first. I watched them out of what I want Crusade. Raiders Temple. It's funny. There's certain things that I love. There's lines that I love mm-hmm. in Temple, but it seems like the yeah. least Indiana Jones of all of them. He's James yeah. Bond at the beginning, and then he's going to steal something. He's playing action hero, save the town kind of thing, or save the village. And the shiny tchotchke is not something that he was hunting for. It's just. Oh, look, they're glowing. Yeah. I should probably take those. Stay here for a minute. It's, so it's Indiana Jones and a story that didn't really fit for me. I don't, it, not that it was too dark or anything. I mean, there's tons of funny lines and little moments there. But um, even Crystal's – and you know what? Temple and Crystal Skull are probably closer yeah. for me than – because the fan service yeah, in Crystal right. Skull – like the fact that they start you off yeah, in the warehouse. Right. And as he's barreling out, you get the crate that you get a glimpse of the arc as he smashes through that last stack of boxes, things like that. There are little pieces in there that were Cape Blanchett was God bless our lovers and actors in that movie. It didn't, it didn't work like play evil yeah. Nazi that, person. That was that. Okay. And bad accent and bad wig and, the whole thing just that didn't work for me at all. But there's enough of those little moments. Like Indy in Area 51, when they're doing nuclear testing, having to hide in the as campy as it was, I actually enjoyed watching that whole beginning sequence of him in the goddamn yeah. refrigerator. Like trying to figure out like the confusion is why is this entire town populated yeah. with mannequins? And, oh, now I get to watch the little girl mannequin melt <laughs> on her bike. <laughs> they gave you the shot of that. Like, there was pieces there that I still really enjoyed. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. we'll go, like, seven. Seven, and the rankings were the exact same as Sean. So I'll go, like, seven and a half um, for a lot of the reasons you guys all said. And we, I think we all kind of liked and disliked the same stuff for the most part. Um Rankings, I am going Last Crusade first. I think it's the best of the of the movies. And then I'm going to go Raiders. Then I'm, I'm going to go Dial of Destiny, then Temple of Doom, and then Crystal Skull. I, I just, for me, Crystal Skull, I, I don't like Kate Blanchett. Um, I mean, in that movie, obviously, she's phenomenal. But in that movie, it just didn't work. And the whole alien thing just threw me off, too. It just didn't seem Indiana Jones-like. And the other thing, too, one thing that I think that if you put... Crystal Skull ahead of Temple of Doom, I won't fault you because the one thing I think that Swan dies Temple of Doom more than anything is fucking Kate Capshaw's character is horrible in that movie. Like if you remove her from that movie, it, it's it's it, it's vastly better. I just I, I thought it's, it's not against her. It's just, I just the way that character's written, she just she gets in the way more than anything. If it was just Indy and the kid, it probably would have been better. That's all. Poor Kate Capshaw. Like I said, nothing against her. It's just, it's just that character. It's fucking sucked. Yeah. Temple of Doom is a it just it just Temple of Doom is a fucking bad movie, man. I it's, don't I, I think it's fine. When it was yeah, when it was made, you needed to they were just trying to check the boxes, right? We have a male lead, we need a female yeah. lead. You'll bring a waka kid waka. in for comedic relief. Yeah. Some nebulous bad cool. guys, and there you go. Okay, so nebulous bad guys. Time to Hey, let's not forget that in Crystal Skull, you did have the Nazi that was eaten by the giant ants. CGI'd, overly CGI giant ants. You're coming off 10 years of Marvel. You don't get to say overly CGI'd anything. Fair enough. I mean, it, 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 it was funny watching office. that guy get fucking chomped up, though. I will admit. Like, April watched, before we, 
Yeah. The fact that you this ants somewhere yeah. that could lift a giant yeah, human like the, that uh, and take them into an anthill. The wife watched them all before we oh. went and saw the new one. And she's like, you know what, Crystal Skull wasn't that bad. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't horrible. It's just, she agrees with Temple Doom. She'll put Crystal Skull above Temple terrible. Doom. She thought Temple Doom was fucking atrocious. I, I, I root. No, the last scene with That's the aliens so in the temple. Yeah. And start spinning around and was... shit. But all you really did was change alien power. You got yeah. rid of religious powers, which, you know, we're this going from one fairy tale to another. So it's which fictional characters you want to believe had this metrical is, powers. This is very true, I guess. Mm. Cool. So. Okay. So I've talked about Republicans, the Supreme Court, religion, um, anything else I can hit upon? Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. We did aliens. Okay, yeah. so I guess next time Indy takes on the clan, right? No, there's Jay Silent Bob did that. Yeah, there's got to be some civil civil war artifacts. It's that, a foot in a boot. You know? No, there is um, there is there is no more Indiana Jones. This was this was it. I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they'll reboot the series like years down the line with the new actor once Harrison Ford's come and gone. But I mean, as far as you know. The, the the Harrison Ford and Jones arc, I think it's you know it's yeah he can. I mean, you didn't need this movie, but at least I I feel like they they sucked the landing so to speak. Okay, what is it? Fifteen Something fifteen like years in between. When yeah, was that? You went eighty one, eighty four, eighty nine. Was yeah yeah it was like two thousand eight. Man, that yeah, it's like years fifteen years since too. the last one. Christ, getting old sucks. Okay, so we're going to draft a top three tonight. Um, this one might actually get get interesting. It's probably going to get a little violent. Um, give me. Uh, we're going to draft uh, Indiana Jones side characters. See, this is Indiana Jones characters that are not Indiana Jones. And once someone picks one, you cannot pick them. So it's how to get interesting. Uh, so, Helena Shaw. Okay. Sean goes number one. Shit, she really? was going to be high on mine. Because it's basically yeah. indie okay. part two. I think I think we may see her again. In Sean, yeah. Sean came out there, not with the fucking box office money this thing's making. Sean out the gate went new. Excellent. I like that. What we got, Chris? Box office box doesn't matter, office son. Not the metric. You I'm going to explain it is this anymore. to you. Not anymore. It just doesn't yeah. matter in the way. I mean, it matters. Yeah. To give people good audience scores though, about, like, like, very good scores online. Yeah, for said fruit-based website, Chris. What is your number one draft pick? It's just ah, my number one character that's not indie. Ooh. It's got to be Sala. No. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. My axe. I love him, <laughs> and he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good love pick. Sala. Yeah, Sala's great. Johnny Davis, excellent actor. He's That's core, true. and he lasted through five movies. Um, I mean, come on. I, I had this as my number one pick. I did not imagine any way, shape, or form where I actually got to make this draft pick. Uh, my number one pick is Dr. Henry Jones Sr. Mm. Yep. He was under consideration. So I'm going with Connery, because why not? Sean, your number two pick. Still breaks my head that he was only he was 12 like, years older than I thought he was like seven years older than him movie. or something like that. They made him. Nah, they made yeah, him keep I, the beard. White. I thought it was even less than just so they, uh, No, it's crazy. Um, let's see. Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, tote. Uh, I forget his first name. The the Nazi who burned the staff, the head of the staff of Raw into his palm in Nepal. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, got with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. T O H T. I always liked him, particularly yeah, no. one of the best uh, scenes in any film was when he comes in and uh, and Marion's tied up in the tent in the desert, and he pulls out this weird contraption, and you think he's going to torture or whatever, <laughs> and it's just his hanger for his coat, like that. The tension the that builds up there. I love that. that was, that's and an awesome he scene. played it on his face. So I, that's a good Arnold, pick. Maybe Arnold Tote? I forget. Something like that. No, that's a, that's a very good choice. Yeah. That's an excellent choice. Hmm. Trying to decide between two. 
It's kind of blasphemy because I ah, hate the there movie, but I'm short <laughs> round. I knew you were going to snake snake DJ on that. If for nothing else, just just for the yes, no time for love, Dr. Jones. Uh, he's off my list. He has enough little... Yeah. I still have the short round figure on my... One of those oh, little yeah. round-headed yeah. dolls they made. I forget what the hell they were called. Just giant round head. Short oh, round still um, sitting on my box. Uh, they were... Um, fuck. Uh, what were they called? Mighty, mi- mighty, mu- they got like goofy, mighty mugs. like rounded legs, mighty mugs, mighty, yes, Hasbro's Funko yes. Pops before Funko Pops. He's sitting there right next to, uh, yeah, yeah. him and Wayne. I own two, I think I actually, I know, I think I have Destro too because he was shiny. Excellent. Okay, so mm. my number two is Makes gone. Sense. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Doctor Elsa Schneider, from Last Crusade. Nice. Um, just because I was mm-hmm. at the age I was when the movie came out, she was a fucking smoke show. So hot. Now, we want to talk about indie with underage people. I think that girl was like 19 really? when she filmed was the movie, she? too. She was a baby. Fuck, yeah. She's hot, man. So hot. She was a baby. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm the most shallow human being I know personally, so I have no problem just judging off of looks. So, going Dr. Schneider. Interesting. There you go. Um, hmm. Go with it. I like it. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna pick the uh, the fat Boy Scout from the beginning of Last Crusade. Oh, what was his name? I don't. Mm. I have no idea. But but that 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 is one of my you know set pieces. Everything about the River Phoenix. Uh, you know, we already talked about how. That sets a lot of things, the snakes, the scar, all that stuff. But also the hat. Herman. His name was Herman. Herman. So where he gets the fedora, that Herman. You know, the cross of Coronado in the in the cave and all like everything that leads up to the ship in the storm scene, it belongs in a museum. I mean just everything about that and that kid was part of what nailed this is a Boy Scout troop in the 50s or, you know, or was it the 30s? (laughs) Like, you know, whatever it was, I loved it. So, yeah, him. Awesome. He has done nothing else. (laughs) He worked from 86 to 89 and then he's pumping gas or something now. Huh. All right. Uh, My number three, I'm staying in that same... And I was actually happy that you called out the Fat Boy Scout before you started describing why. Because my number three is Fedora. Oh, nice. The treasure hunter that's chasing young Indiana. So basically, the gentleman that Indiana Jones ripped off his entire look, his career, all of it. The leather jacket, the hat, the treasure hunt, the whole thing. You got to see Indy before Indy stepped into the role. The only thing that was missing That's was awesome. the whip. Fedora guy. Uh, His character name is yeah. actually Fedora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will come up on IMDb. Okay, so my number so, uh, There's people on this list I didn't think were still going to be here. Um, I wanted to pick... Marion should have made yeah, it, but I didn't I'm, have a spot I'm, for I'm it. torn between that and one other one. So, like, I mean, I thought my number three was going to be in the, uh, the Crusade Night from the Temple at the end of Last yeah. Crusade. Then it goes poorly. Yeah, but then I would have an all Last Crusade top three, and I don't like doing that. So, I mean, mean the extra from Monty Python. So, like, I could do Marion, even though she's, uh, you know what? I'm I'm doing your sexist soul won't let you. She was sexually traumatized as a child. I'm doing come on the first Indiana Jones side character. I'm doing Jock Lindsay, the pilot from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jock, yep. his pilot who buddy, mm. yeah, who was fishing, and um, who has his own bar at Disney Springs. Who has a snake? Man. So yeah, so yeah, Jock's Hanger bar. bar. Yeah, that's where you yep. first saw Indy with they a snake. An excellent, because Jock's snake was sitting in the front seat. <laughs> okay, so Marion didn't make the cut. For, I, I can't. I figured she would have been chewed up, but Sean went so off the grid. Which is a damn shame because you know she was clearly That's sexually true. assaulted again, by the main character as a minor. I mean, you could. She was traumatized by her as a main character because she goes through three of the five movies. It's just why. Well, I mean, so I mean, you can also consider Joan Senior a main character. I mean, she's I, there at I'm the just, beginning I'm, and I'm the end. I'm trying to um, explain her omission. 
That's all. I'm uh, just, you know, I'm trying to dress it up. Yeah, I would see. I don't think in senior. Yeah. I don't think one is movie. one flick. main character is Not- Marion. Marion's a linchpin yeah. to the start, uh, and she's there at the end. Very right. Oh, so you're going to hold the fact that he's old and died against and him? And she's... I see how this is. For the purpose of top three, Sean, yes, we will. Um, okay, so Sean had Helena Shaw, yeah. Tot, and Herman the Boy Scout, which is the fucking best pick out of all of these. Chris had Sala, Short Round, and Fedora. And I had Dr. Jones Sr., Elsa Schneider, and Jock Lindsay. Just be glad that my uh, my three draftees weren't bugs from the Temple of Doom, you know, hallway scene. I honestly, I was waiting for you to pick like you know, like fucking one of the creepy crawlies to piss me off. Mm. <laughs> the slime that's living in the hole that Cape captured us, put her hand in to pull the lever. Gross. Yeah, it's a wall full <laughs> of snot. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on this episode. Please make sure to like and subscribe and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, leave reviews, five stars if possible. Write summaries on wherever you get your podcasts and stuff, yada, yada. Um, I, I signed us up for one of those Threads accounts, so we have it in, just in case. I don't think we're going to use it, though, unless we have to. But just in case uh, Twitter does uh, burn down in a blaze of gory, we will be on Threads <laughs> at Fan Men Podcast. Um yeah, so um, I will see you guys in a week. There'll be an episode next week unless you guys want to get together and do one because I'm getting on a plane in uh, 12 there's hours. A, there's a chance. I hadn't really thought about it, but Chris and I are nice. doing a... Of course, we're doing the road trip. Uh, will you be back by then? Uh, yeah. Okay, no, next I won't. Friday. So we're all going on vacation, so... Yeah. Well, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we'll record something from the road, but... We'll might see. be a hot minute. Yeah, we might need to... We might need to do yeah. some two-person yeah. shots here. Because you get yeah, back and I'll do a little, so we'll figure it uh, out. I'll do a little Disney blog with the kid down of, out in Cali. There you go. Do a Disney episode with her. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So, again, everyone, thank you so much. I expect a full review as to why we didn't need the Rogers yeah. the Musical. We're going. We're doing Captain America Day. I made a hat. Oh. <laughs> of course you did. It's not a vacation yep, if you don't have I a costume to, for every day. I kid. had to sew the hat. Get the sewing machine out to make a hat. So, uh, again, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. And until next time. Later.